0: This is the Side Hustle Show with Nick Loper, episode 34, a subscription-based service business in your spare time. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your 9 to 5 may make you a living, but your 5 to 9 makes you alive. And now, your host, Nick Loper. Hey everybody, Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show. This is episode 34, a subscription-based service business in your spare time. I'm joined by Ryan Coat from WPamplify.com who actually joined me uh, on his lunch break from his day job. How cool is that? Um, He's actually uh, got his uh, side business up to $4,500 a month, and that's largely recurring revenue from small business clients. It's awesome stuff. I can't wait to get into it. But first, as per the usual, I do have a quick shout out for uh, Christina this time for a new five-star iTunes review. She says, Always walk away with new information in the business entrepreneurship world. Podcasts and blogs can get a bit stale with the same... Same content, regurgitated over and over again, but the Side Hustle Show is refreshing because it provides interesting angles, actionable takeaways, and fun guests. Christine, thank you so much for that, and best of luck with your own podcast launch. I know you're going to crush it. Hey, all the show notes for this episode are at SideHustleNation.com slash episode 34. Okay, you guys ready? Let's do it. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the Side Hustle Show.
1: Thanks, Nick. Excited to be here.
0: I'm excited for this show too. So, uh, so, everybody, Ryan's a fellow side hustler, a family man, a real estate investor. He's been involved in the internet marketing world for more than a decade and has seen plenty of highs and lows like like everybody, And uh, which he talks about at his site, internetbusinesspassion.com. But I think he's on to something really big with his latest project, a small business SEO service that's now generating $4,500 a month in revenue. That's just Outstanding. So Ryan, take me back in time. How does a side hustle of this magnitude get started?
1: Well, I mean, I, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, so I think that helps a little bit with my motivation and ambition towards towards my various side hustles. And like you said, I've been involved with this stuff for more than a decade. So I've always had different side hustles going on from network marketing, AdSense sites, e-commerce, affiliate marketing, marketing, um, but when I sold, I had an e-commerce site as a side hustle. It was going well. I sold it. And then I was looking for my next, my next project. And I knew I was good at SEO. I had started developing you know, a good skill set with search engine optimization. And I figured it was something that I could provide to small businesses. And it just kind of snowballed from there. I mean, I, uh, I started contacting small businesses, started getting clients. And so my side hustle right now is called WP Amplify. I help small businesses that have WordPress websites optimize their site, generate more leads, support the uh, support the site, and um, yeah, I have a bunch of clients. I help on the side, and it's turned into a pretty pretty cool side hustle
0: yeah that's that's awesome so tell me about how you're getting those first few clients like you you don't have much of a portfolio to build off well you got your personal stuff or your you know your past projects to speak of um but how so you just go and knocking on doors like you know in your in your hometown
1: yeah so i mean it's, getting clients is definitely tough it's definitely a wear down process i use a, uh, I use a bunch of different strategies um I mean, kind of taking a step back, the, the reason this became, you know, it's a recurring income, right, with the side hustle. But when I started out the SEO, my original plan was actually not to make it recurring. As as weird as that sounds, I was my original plan was to do, like, these SEO booster shots where I'd help clients with, like, one-time optimizations, build some links out and drip them out, and, um, and not be locked into monthly contracts with a client where there's obligations every month. But I quickly learned that that's you know getting new clients. You know, if I, if I get a new client, and it's only a one-time thing. I have to find a new client. That would get old pretty quickly, and it wasn't in the best interest of of my clients to only be doing these one-time booster shots for SEO. Okay. And as you probably know now, with SEO, it's that's even more impossible because SEO is just you know it's semi chaos now. It's uh, a constant phase. battle.
0: So so there's some value in kind of having. You know, for for the company standpoint, oh, I don't have to worry about that now. I've got I've got my guy on it. You know,
1: yeah, yeah, every month. So that's a, uh, but uh, so to go back to your question, how to get new clients? Uh, you know, the website's a big factor. You know, generating constantly tweaking that and trying to get targeted traffic to the site, like any business, and then convert that convert that into a lead, and then hopefully sell them on becoming a client. Uh, I'm starting to get into a little bit of pay traffic. You know, to get new clients with Facebook ads and a little bit pay per click. Uh, a little bit of social media—it all works kind of synergistically. You know, I do some outreach to my existing contacts and some cold outreach. But my secret sauce for getting new clients and something that has really been monumental with growing my side hustle—because it's been—it's been three years now since I've, since I've been doing this particular side hustle—is uh, strategic partnerships. It's been absolutely enormous for me. Uh, finding companies that. You know are complementary to my service, but not competitive. So in my case, you know it's PPC, pay per click vendors, and website designers. So they have clients, especially website designers. They have clients. They design a website for them, then they refer them to me for a monthly commission. So you know I'm. Yep, yep. I'm taking care of their clients, and they're getting a monthly commission. And that's been my real, my secret sauce. That's probably been and then referrals, of course. But I would say strategic partnerships has been my number one way to get new clients.
0: Okay, no, that's that's really smart. So it's like, what's the old joke in the SEO business? Just Google uh, SEO company and, and hire whoever comes up on top. Um, so it's a little bit different tactic uh, than that. So that's that's pretty smart. Now, how do you decide yeah. like on um, on pricing for this stuff? How um, you know what's the, what's the value to uh, to the companies?
1: Like, how do I determine what what to charge them? Yeah,
0: like I don't know. It's like, what's the going rate, or or does that even matter?
1: Uh, no. Yeah, it, there's a lot. I mean, the the, the cli- typical clients that I work with, they're on average, they pay me, um, six hundred six hundred bucks a month. But I have some that are less if they don't need the actual support part support part of my service. Um, you know, it, it, there is a lot of variables with it because if if I'm working with a really super competitive uh, a client in a really su- super competitive niche, you know that that would go up a little bit. Or if in some cases I've got clients that are paying a little bit less if they're if they're looking for really specific um, geo targeted uh, organic rankings but on average I'm I'm getting anywhere from 5 to 600. That's just that's the typical client that I go after. You know, the big the bigger guys, the ones that are in really big niches or they have a lot of money to spend. They just you know, I tend to shy away from that cuz they, they require more hand holding and as a side hustle it's really hard to hold their hands too much. So I my sweet spot seems to be 5 to 600 bucks a month.
0: Okay. And what does that what does that buy the client in terms of, you know, the work that you do in terms of the time uh, time investment on your side?
1: Yeah, so I don't pr- I don't price based on my time. Like I end up always putting a lot of time into this, but I don't say, hey, for X amount of hours you're going to get this. I base it purely on value. You know, they're paying me, say, let's say five hundred bucks a month, and are they getting leads from it? And are they are they making more than they're spending with me? And you know, the typical client I'm working with, you know, whether it be a lawyer or a fertility doctor or you know hardwood flooring specialist, a new client to them is worth a lot of money. So I always look at it from an ROI. Uh, point of view, but the basics of what they get is, you know, my consulting, I'm there to answer any questions they, they, they want help with, um, keyword research, optim- the initial optimization of their website for those keywords, monthly link building, and then I'm also now doing uh, something I hadn't been doing a couple of years ago, but now I'm doing because of all the changes in Google, is uh, uh, blogging for them every month and, you know, promoting the content. So it's it's not just links anymore.
0: Okay. Now, are you doing all the work yourself, or do you have a team in place to to help do these links and write these blog posts?
1: I have a team. Yeah, I have a team. I have a, t- uh, a team for link building. I have a team for content. Some of the stuff I do myself, like keyword research and you know tweaking the site for those keywords, and then uh, posting the actual uh, blog posts. Uh, but I have a team that will write the content for me and build links. And then in that case, I kind of just oversee them. It's kind of like project management. Mm-hmm. I use Google Docs for that, just to keep on top of what everyone's doing. So it's it's very manageable. I know it sounds like a lot, and you know, having a professional service as a side hustle, you know, it's definitely work because you've got companies that are depending on you for whatever you're whatever you're offering them. But if you set up certain processes and you have the right team, it, it it's definitely manageable. I mean, I've been doing it for for three years now. So, right.
0: I was. Trying to brainstorm what other um, what other kind of services like would lend itself to this kind of model on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Like SEO is perfect for it because the algorithms are constantly changing and it's just always a battle to stay um, up at the top of the rankings. Um, uh, any other services that kind of come to mind for this stuff?
1: I mean, any kind of marketing, really. I mean, pay- pay-per-click, social media, SEO, uh, even marketing consulting a- on a general basis. I think marketing uh, lends itself very well to a recurring model. Uh, IT, computer, computer type stuff. Like off the top of my head, you know, I can imagine a small business needing help on a monthly basis with, you know, because you know, I know with my full time job. IT stuff is always coming up, you know? Yeah. Like computers going down and this and that, so we're on a monthly retainer with them. So um, I would imagine, you know, like computer IT stuff would be a good re- reoccurring uh, I guess a recurring model for, for a side hustle. Uh, even on web design, I mean, I know web design is simply a one-time project, but you always need tweaks after the site's built, you know? So some sort of monthly maintenance package or... You know, some sort of support package where the web designer is doing updates and doing security scans and checking for viruses every month and just kind of staying on top of it. Where, whereas a, a, a typical business owner might not have time for that type of stuff. And uh, you know, even like out of the box stuff. Like, I – you know, before we spoke, I was thinking about I was thinking about this. And you know, I have two small uh, two small daughters, three in one, and my wife and I take them to a photographer. And this isn't a side hustle for her, but you could do photography as a side hustle, I guess, on the weekends. No, that's what my wife
0: does.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? All right, there you go. So now this might be a good idea for you then, for your wife. So my photographer – so as soon as our two babies were born, we go in for basically quarterly photo photo shoots. So she takes pictures of the baby when like two weeks – uh, I think it's one month old. It's every quarter, okay. and then at the end of the year, you get a nice book of all the pictures of like basically the baby, you know, being born. And then when she's one, and he or she is one year old. So it's not, it's not monthly recurring income, but it's quarterly recurring income, and it it adds a reoccurring model or recurring element to something that's traditionally yeah, typically uh, a one time
0: deal. It. No, that's that's cool. That's a good idea. So you're, uh, so what's your what's your day job? Just curious.
1: Uh, It's a company that was started in the mid '60s by my grandfather's brother, called the Ballantine Corporation. We do uh, the core services, direct mail, direct mail printing, like the stuff you get in your mailbox. Okay. But I also handle. We have a digital division, and I handle SEO uh, for the digital division, and we work with companies that are. Uh, you know, much bigger than, than what I'm dealing with on this on my side hustle.
0: And so. okay, so it's bigger. Uh, that's what I was kind of getting at. So it's a marketing company, um, but they they don't have any issue with this uh, SEO business on the side as like a conflict of interest, or that hey, those should be our clients, or anything like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, I guess I, it is a it is a. Um, I guess I'm walking. I don't want to say in a fine line because I'm very conscious. Like I don't do any of this during my work hours. You know, it's all, it's all before and after work or after work, depending on what my schedule is. Right. And, you know, right. I'm going after a much, like a typical client for Ballantyte Digital. They're paying us up to $2,000 a month. So it, it, I'm attracting a much different kind of company right. versus my side hustle. So I'm very conscious of not getting the two blurred. So uh, right now, no, there is, there is no issue. And, you know, to be honest, the skills that I've learned – on my side hustle with just seo and managing expectations and managing clients it's helped me a lot with the with the full-time job because the, i've been doing the side hustle longer on the digital side versus right, right. My <laughs> so yeah. good question that's yeah. a, that a good question
0: did you know that roughly half of side hustle nation hasn't started their side hustle yet if that's you a n d s dot com slash side hustle start your business journey today with the help of taylor brands when you're hiring it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire but what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. you don't have any contracts to, to keep the you know billing going month after month, but it's more just like hey, if you see the return on investment, if you see the value on this, that's kind of how the uh, the recurring billing is set up.
1: Yeah, so I don't have contracts. I recently implemented agreements where I basically outline what I'm doing for them, and they sign it that they are acknowledging what I'm doing for them. I uh, use I use a, a electronic signature uh, service called Hello Sign. I'm not affiliated with them. I'm just mentioning it because I'm—that's I'm, what I use. Okay. So I have I have all signed agreements, but yeah, I don't have contracts. And I, you know, there is the benefit of having a contract, of course, because you've got that predictable income of six months or a year or whatever. But I encourage your your audience if they're thinking about starting a you know professional services as as a side hustle, see if you can make it work without the contract. Have an agreement in place but i would i would encourage them not to have a contract because it just lowers the barrier for them signing up with you then they know that this is not they're not committing to a year engagement and on your end on, on my end and your audience's end it just forces you to have to prove yourself every month which is you know it's tough but it's it's a big selling point when you're trying to get new clients
0: yeah that makes sense
1: you know they know that they know every month you have to prove, you have to prove your worth because every month they're gonna see that that charge on their credit card bill, and they're gonna you know they're gonna even if you're doing a great job they're gonna question you know is this the guy guy or girl for me, am I should I continue doing this, and um, so you have to constantly prove yourself.
0: You know, on the technical side, are you doing just recurring billing through through PayPal or something?
1: Yeah, I do PayPal. Most of my clients are on automatic, You know, they get. They just get their credit card gets billed every thirty days until they cancel. I have some that um, I have one that wants me to send them an invoice through the mail and they pay by check. Okay. But I try to get them signed up on, so I don't, have about, I don't have to worry about payments. They just it just comes in automatically. So PayPal's good. There's a bunch of others. I know people say PayPal sometimes holds your money. I've never had any issues to be honest with you. So I just I just use them because it's kind of universal. Everyone knows them. Right.
0: Do you have any any pushback when so you've done your know, 3 months, 4 months, 6 months of SEO work, you've gotten your client from you know the the dark ages up to you know the first page of Google and then they say, "Well, hey, we don't need you anymore. We're on the first page now."
1: Um you're not well, because most of them doing blogging too. Okay. So I'm 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 constantly uh, emailing them the blog posts, and they like seeing that new content on their site. And I you know I think with with with, with at least my side hustle, it's all about setting expectations. You know I made sure that they know that SEO is not a permanent thing. That even when you get to that first page, there is maintenance required because they're not the only company doing it. There's competitors that want their spots, so there is there is a certain maintenance element of it, and also. You know, once they establish certain rankings, we can look at new keywords and optimizing new pages. And there's always there's always something that you know once you reach that first page. There's always something else to do. There's other keywords to go after. Like I said, or other pages to optimize or maintain those rankings or try to get them a little bit higher or focus more on the blogging. So there's always something that uh, that needs to be done.
0: Okay. Okay, I like it. So anything yeah. else we should consider if somebody else is trying to think of doing this? So we've covered kind of the, uh, the strategic partnerships, which I really like, um, structuring it not as a contract, but as a recurring model that, you know, somebody can see the uh, see the results on on a, on a monthly basis. And um, so what else should people consider if they're trying to do a similar service business on the side?
1: I think that you know you have to understand that communication is key when you're doing a professional services side hustle, especially because you're doing reoccurring. It's a reoccurring a reoccurring charge. You don't want to go dark on the client. You want to make sure that you need to know they need to know that you know, you're constantly thinking about their business. And it doesn't mean need, doesn't mean you need to overwhelm them with constant communication. But you know, just to give you an example of what I'll do. You know the blogging. We blog twice per month for the for each client. So twice a month, they're getting an email from me with you know here's the latest blog post. I also do a, a monthly newsletter to my clients, and then I'll shoot them off you know, uh, a random you know random updates here and there, so that they know that I'm constantly thinking about about their business and that you know they're not wondering, hey, is this person doing anything? Okay. Um, so I would definitely recommend to your audience, you know, communication is key. Make sure that your clients know that they're that you're thinking about them. And on that note, something new that I'm doing, I think, is a really cool tool that anyone thinking about doing professional services, I'd also definitely needs to consider, you know, is CRM, you know, Customer Relationship Management. The tool that I'm using, again, not affiliated, just, just who I'm using, uh, it's called Ace of Sales. Have you heard about them?
0: I haven't heard of Ace of Sales. I was trying uh, contactually for uh, for a little bit, but then couldn't couldn't buck up and pay for it. <laughs>
1: um, Ace of Sales is a, a company. There's a sales guy called Jeffrey Ginnemer. He's a, like a crazy sales guy. You know, um, he teaches sales training or whatever, okay. and. Um, He came out with this product called Ace of Sales. I'm not sure if he still owns it, but that's not not important. So Ace of Sales is a CRM tool that enables you to keep track of your contacts, um, send send really slick-looking professional emails. But what I'm using it for, too, is you can send direct mail uh, through the tool itself. Not the kind of direct mail that we're talking about with my full-time job. This is like one-off kind of a greeting card type stuff. So what I just did for the holidays, you know, we're recording this uh, middle of December. So I just sent a happy Happy Holidays card to all my clients from within Ace of Sales. So they're getting a greeting card that looks like I sent it to them with a first-class stamp. You know, thanking them for their business. It's personalized. Wow. So I, you know, that kind of was
0: an email, or if it was like a real card.
1: No, it's a real card. It comes that's in like a. Classy, that's looks classy. Like I know it's great. I, I sent one to myself, and <laughs> my wife. Got it. My wife got it. She's like, "Wow, that's really nice looking." I know. It took me like two minutes to send from from the dashboard. I have all my contacts uploaded. I just pick the design, write the little message. It pulls in their first name, and it goes to whoever printer they use, and and uh, it gets delivered like four or five days later, and it's not that expensive. So I think you know that personal kind of touch will keep. Yeah, as long as you're getting results for your clients in whatever professional service you choose as long as you're getting results as long as you're keeping communication with them and as long as they have the budget of course every month that those kind of personal touches like that like the greeting cards whether you use an of sales type tool or you mail it out you know the normal the, the manual way that kind of personal touch I think is really key to keeping them a customer for a long time
0: yeah you keep uh, kind of yeah, like you said, the results matter first. But then the second part is if you're kind of staying in in constant contact, in in front of front of mind. Um, I really like that.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh it's been working really well. So um, other things I can tell you is that you know if your audience is trying to think about if, if they are interested in doing professional services a side hustle, you know it's just think about like what are you good at? You know what kind of everyone's got a certain skill. You know everyone's got a, a skill set that they've developed over the years. Um, so I would start by thinking like what am I good at? Jot down the ideas. For me, it was uh, the SEO thing was obvious, and you because that's just something I had taken interest to and I had been doing for myself. But think about like what are you good at, and what could you actually provide to a business owner that would be valuable? And even things that you are semi good at, but you could quickly develop into a skill. Because small business owners, if that's a niche you're going after, they're short on time and they need experts to help them with certain things. So you know, jot down what you're good at, and then think about you know what can you know how much value can I provide to a business owner with this service? Would they would they pay monthly for it? And just jot down all the ideas. Jot down everything you got, everything that comes to mind, and then just start analyzing each each uh, specialty in more detail, and then figure out which one you think is the best and you know what, what does your gut tell you and just go for it you know
0: i like it yeah a friend of mine told me the story the other day where he was like driving driving down the road he saw like these little you know roadside uh you know like lawn signs basically for for a crossfit gym except like it had like i don't know 100 words of text and like a tiny phone number on the sign or something He was like this is terrible i'm driving by 30 miles an hour i'm never going to read this sign and remember what the phone number was so he calls up this gym and, and he's like, I need you need help with your marketing. I'm going to change the sign for you. And so they put like CrossFit one week trial or something, you know, and phone number. And he's like, hey, I started getting calls like right away, right away. And so now my friend, you know, for for him and his whole family, free, free CrossFit membership. And so he's like, hey, that would be three or four hundred bucks a month, you know, for the whole family. So <laughs> even if it's not for money, you know, here's a little barter, a little barter agreement they've got set up.
1: So why doesn't your friend do? Co- it sounds like he's a copywriter or something. Why doesn't he do a copy for small businesses um, for business owners or something? Yeah, some, you know,
0: you know, he's company? got he's got a a paid element of it too for sure.
1: Okay, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, marketing is it's, there's so much you can do with it. There's so many different facets of marketing that lend itself to you know recurring, reoccurring, reoccurring uh, revenue. So um, it's definitely that's pretty neat pretty neat super
0: cool hey ryan let's uh wrap up with your number one tip for side hustle nation
1: number one tip and i, I kind of mentioned this but i really want to I, I really want to stress this because i think it's really important that uh you know if you are going to you know start a professional service is strategic partnerships it's really and and, I, and even in my full-time job honestly in the digital side uh, i have strategic partnerships there too and, and we do on the print side direct mail we work with consultants that refer business to us for for a commission it's 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 the best of both worlds because they're getting some commission out of it and they know that that you're going to take care of your client there's already that trust there's already that trust element like your their client trusts them and they're referring them to you and so they, they you know they there's no like that salesman the, the the defenses don't go up you know the trust is already there so I would definitely think about all the different strategic partnerships that you can develop and sometimes you only need a couple to make a difference like I on you know, my side hustle I've got two key strategic partnerships that keep me very busy with with new business um, so I would definitely urge your audience to once they figure out what that service is that they're going to provide to companies you know, figure out obviously what they're going to do to get new business and stuff. But one of those things should definitely be strategic partnerships. Um, yeah, find I would
0: the, uh, the complementary, um, the ancillary services that um, that your client would also be uh, be in the market for. That makes perfect sense. I really
1: like that one. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's been important for me.
0: Awesome, Ryan. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody, check Ryan out at wpamplify.com and also internetbusinesspassion.com. dot Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Nick. Take care.
0: There it is. Number one, figure out what you're good at that might be of value to small businesses. Number two, figure out what complementary services they're already hiring and create partnerships with those guys. And number three, deliver the goods, keep them coming back month after month after month. So what do you think about this unique service business side hustle? I kind of like it. Let me know in the comments, sidehustlenation.com slash episode 34. Have you ever tried something similar? Are you Are you going to try something now? Let me know. All right, that's it for the show, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, go out there, make something happen, and I'll see you next week in episode 35. Thanks for listening to The Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.